Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, we wrap up the show by talking rugby and we say good evening and congratulations to the coach of the Stormers, John Dobson, tonight. Coach, good evening and thanks for taking our call tonight. No problem to be here. Nice to speak to you again. Thanks, coach. I'm saying congratulations on winning the SA Shield. Coach, are you surprised that you did it so quickly with three games left? Yeah, I think it's probably a great achievement. I thought, you know, last year we won in the last minute of the last lead game against... Uh, yeah, we really run now. Got a bonus point for us at Scarlet in the very last minute of the last league game. So to win it with three games to go was really special for us. So. I think it also caught the organisers by surprise because they didn't even have the trophy there for you. So when are you, <laughs> when are you getting it now? <laughs> yeah, the other thing is, yeah, I mean, we didn't expect the Bulls result to be honest. But um, the um, that, that trophy, I don't even seen it. Looks like a little hubcap. So what we said, John Free said today, he's going to go buy a steel a hubcap. <laughs> and we'll celebrate. We'll celebrate it next week because the trophy won't be out from Ireland in time. Okay, wonderful. But obviously, the season is far from over. But you've been the best SA side for two seasons now, Coach. What What's been key with this group? Why has everything clicked? Or why is it clicking? Uh, yeah, like, uh, I don't want to, look. I think we just you know I think you know you remember at school that you get walk into classroom and some class are nicer than others. I think this is a really good group. I think what it has you know we we. As coaching group, we're really tight, and I've got an incredible like bunch of guys here: Richard Sagwani, Davis Naiman, the BP. We're very tight, you know. We're friends off the field. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I said, oh, so I made a mistake. Um, we're friends off the we friends off the field, and 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 I think when you've got a high level of trust, and the coaches could just focus on the group and the team rather than their jobs or that sort of thing. That was really important. And then just a yeah, good group of leaders. But I, I probably our biggest thing is that we we, got, we really encourage a, a great sense of belonging. No matter what your background, where you're from, all that, and you know, just got a feeling this group. They play well. I know they do. They really play for each other. So, if, in my Lebot's background is completely different to Ernst von Reins, but we have to make them. We may try and make them feel equally. You know, if a guy's anxious or doesn't, you know, doesn't feel part of it, then he's just not going to perform. So that's probably our biggest sort of thing that we've got right. I think. Uh, and is that how you've been able then to get the best out of these players? Because I had Joseph Dweber speak last week ahead of the game against the Sharks and he was saying he felt that he belongs here from the moment he joined despite the competition um, in, in his position. Yeah, I, I, it is, look, I, I, I don't want to sound like it's, it's arrogant, but we, you know, with Joseph Dweber, the whole country was going on a Joseph Dweber can't throw and had to get substituted against the All Blacks or was a poor choice or whatever the story is. And our, you know, my discussion or our discussion, myself and Rita's discussion with, with Joseph was simple. We think you're absolutely wonderful. We wouldn't have you know, got you to Cape Town if we didn't. And in two years' time, you're going to be a cult hero where people cross the road to come and watch you. And I think we're probably halfway there now. And it's just by showing belief and love. We didn't have much choice. We didn't have the money to sort of write off players and say, oh, we'll get somebody else. We just wanted to back into them and show them love and how much we cared. You know, Marnie Livox for another case. And I think... Yeah, to be you know you're right. You, you can see Clayton Bromick is starting to bloom. Mm. Sorry, the pun, the flower starting to bloom, but yeah, Bromick's starting to bloom. <laughs> is, is, is that what you you think you can also do for Apelele Fasi, coach? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, to be listen, because you could go, look. I don't think that's going to happen. And that picky, I think, and I think he would have been you know a great fit. Our 15 got to be an out and out striker. I think we've got a now a very proven track record of you know of. Putting, you know, accelerating or resurrecting or building, or in such a case, wouldn't be resurrecting because it's not finished, but, you know, making guys' careers. And uh, it doesn't seem like he's going to come down to us, which is a great pity because uh, I think we could have done wonders with him. But uh, uh, he's a good kid, so hopefully he comes through there. Yeah, but I guess the depth has also been very important here because you've been able to continue without your Springboks. 
Yeah, that's that's that, and that sense of belonging. I was told is most important. So last year, yeah, we used we used thirty six guys in the whole URC. By round six or seven this year, we used fifty one, which was absolutely not injury crisis, deliberate. You know, so everybody felt part of it, and that was important. So you know, we mixed and matched the whole time. Uh, and now, you know, if you said to me last year, well, I mean, it happened to me last year. Evan Rose sort of collapsed in a crumple, and I ran up. And I was like, send him to the Navy to the, you know, the decompression chamber, get him injected, you know. We can't play without Evan. There was some game that I think he hurt his knee. And now, if you tell me, if you tell me the Stormers are playing, no, look, I know the Sharks, other teams are all in. But I mean, Kitsoff, Moherba, Morat, Andre Smith, Marvin Ori, Achiba uh, Diamani, Evan Ruiz, Llewellyn Dust, Damien Willems. So we've got no chance. Those are our best players from last season. But, um, but uh, we, we've built this depth, and that's probably been our biggest thing, if we could. That we, could, that we could rely, you know, Marcel Tienes and nobody's heard of, but after Evan Rose and Achieve, he was the next cab off the rank. And I don't think he's disappointed. In fact, I think he's delighted. And yeah. it's something we really, see, what, 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 so I'm, I'm giving you a bit of a lecture to you. So what, what I wanted to do this year was make sure that we weren't dead the city. And I'm sorry if you're not a fan, if you're a fan of them. But yeah, we didn't want to win in one talk. And the way to do that was to increase our debt, which, you know, and we didn't have money to buy debt. We had to coach and make those guys feel part of it. And I think we've done it reasonably well. Uh, and so what's the plan for the Curry Cup now? Uh, Curry Cup, we want to, you know, so that, uh, I've sort of hung myself by my own uh, petard there because I couldn't say, we couldn't say to those guys, you know, you're part of us. So let's take a Queens of Losley or Sarge Dundee or Marcel Kierenson or Naman Papa or it doesn't matter, Adric Smith, you could touch in the URC and now when the Curry Cup starts and you some other coaches you're going to go play in the tournaments. So the, our coaching staff with the same service levels as URC will do the Curry Cup. Oh. There are two weekends where we're both in different provinces, but myself, Darby, Rita, Labib Norman, we're doing the Curry Cup with the same love and enthusiasm we're doing the URC. Because I feel we owe to those players, and it's also from our point of view, we'll get to know them better if we keep coaching them, you know, so rather than sending them to somebody else. Otherwise, our pool gets narrower again. And on that note then, Coach, how sweet is it beating all the SA sides home and away, it seems like there was a massive one for you because I heard that's what you mentioned to the players before the game against the Sharks that you wanted to complete the clean sweep. Yeah, we didn't. Obviously, like I said, we didn't know the shield was on the line, but the clean sweep it sort of came up in the week, and we thought, no, you know, that will make us definitively the best team in South Africa. And it's one of those things. It might happen next year. You know, the Bulls could do it next year. It might not be done for another fifteen years. I can tell you, it's not easy to go and win. You know, in our case, in Loftus, Ellis Park and Durban is the same year. So, you know, it's something we may sit down in 10 years' time and think, oh, that was special. So it really meant, you know, and I just saw disappearing in the last few minutes last <laughs> <laughs> Just finally, as we wrap up, um, you've turned Cape Town Stadium into a fortress again now. Um, that must be, that has always been a big part of your mission. You must be happy with how the fans are responding, coach, and even stadium management is giving you a long-term list now. You know, I mean... 21 games in a row, like everybody calls those things sort of, uh, you know, if you go to home and fortresses. But what to me was the most special thing, that was a non-spring mock, non, uh, you know, not a knockout game, ordinary league game. And I don't think we shot the light. You know, we didn't market it crazy. It wasn't free brandy giveaways or Nazi giveaways or trips to the waterfront or anything. And we got 30-odd thousand, you know. And that is a sign. What I love about it, I don't know if you've been down to it recently, it's a complete mix of the Western Cape. And it's just a vibe. You know, I thought we couldn't beat Newlands because the way you sat that close to the ground. But there's something special building in that stadium. I think it's going to become one of so rugby or certainly the URC's so international venues of choice. It's just fantastic what's happening there. And besides defending the URC, what are the remaining targets for, for this season? 
They're mad. It's Ulster uh, because they only six or five points behind us, and that home semi is quite important, you know, both in terms of revenue and adding something for the people and the, and the morale. So, I would say that we we're going to have to try and get to try and you know win or get a bonus point or Leinster, which is enough the toughest place in the whole competition. And then we could put, and, uh, yeah, we probably have to win two of our last three games to make sure of the home semi. I'd be more comfortable if we do something Leinster. So we're going to go for every game now and see where it fits us out. Yeah. Okay, Coach. Thanks for speaking to us and taking our call in SAFM. Anytime. Thanks Thanks very much as usual. Thanks, Coach. All the best there. The coach of the Stormers, Coach Dobson, they've completed the clean sweep of SA sides, folks. They beat everybody away and at home. Lions, as I mentioned, the Sox, Sharks, as well as the Bulls. How impressive is that? And obviously, they are also on that huge winning streak streak there at the Cape Town uh, Stadium. And you can see that the fans are coming out now in their numbers to come and support Stormers. And, and I think most importantly, I think they're also playing the kind of rugby that their supporters can identify with. You know, they're very hard to please there um, in the Western Cape. They want to see the ball uh, spread wide. They want to see the ball um, are doing the talking uh, and make its way to the wings. They want to see the backline being active. And that's the kind of rugby that uh, the Stormers are also starting to play, uh, which is also impressing the fans. So, well done to them. But the Bulls have a lot of work to do, eh? Uh, They've lost four in a row now, uh, the Bulls. But I heard Jake White speak after the defeat to the Lions that they're not panicking. They still believe that they've got the destiny in their own hands and they can still make it uh, to the knockout stages of of, of the URC. But they're going to have to bounce back because nobody expected them to lose to the Lions. And credit to the Lions uh, for bouncing back um, we did cover the story uh, three weeks ago when there was a survey done by my players where the players were asked to give their views on the coaching staff and uh, from what was leaked or what came out in IOL was that the players were not uh, happy with the coaching staff. They didn't have much confidence in coach um, Ivan van Rooyen and some members of his backroom staff, but they responded. They responded very well with two wins in a row. And maybe sometimes that's all you need, you know, uh, just a little shake up there and there and then the players will respond or are they no longer playing for the coach? Are they just playing for themselves? No, surely they have to be playing for the coach, beating Glasgow Warriors as well as the Bulls. So well done to the Lions. They are on the up. But the Curry Cup is back. Colin, your favorite tournament, the tournament that you said no longer has um, space in South African rugby. Let's see how it goes this season. The Pumas will disagree because they are the defending champions, believe it or not. Okay, uh, Dr. Phil Mauma on 